Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. to the first episode of season five of the Dog Friendly KW podcast. Can you believe it? No. Five seasons. Uh, Today we are live at the Spring into Summer Pooch Party on Gockle Street in downtown Kitchener. We're going to chat about our dog friendly events and maybe pull in some folks from the community to connect with us. So let's go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Okay, this is very exciting. We are live downtown Kitchener recording our season five premiere. So exciting. I can't believe it. Uh, We are at our spring into summer pooch party. And Justine, why don't you tell us a bit more about the event? What's going on? What are you seeing? So, we have over 20 vendors here today. So, we've got the the cute little sheds set up on Gockle. If you attended our Halloween event, um, you'd be familiar with the setup. But there's so many cute dogs wearing cute little bandanas. Everybody's adorable. There's also uh, beer from TWB and food from Crazy Canuck um, and lots of activities. Uh, dogs just came back from a pack walk and obviously we are recording this today and we also have our pals Eye the Mountain uh, singing some songs whoop, whoop. Woo! throughout the day. So it's a really exciting day and we've had a great turnout so far and the weather. Mackenzie, tell us about the weather. Oh my God, I'm sitting in the sun right now and it is absolutely perfect out the dogs are loving it it's not too hot not too cold we do have our kitty pool set up but uh they are getting some use but uh, it's not super hot which is amazing yes and the kitty pools i mean let's just share a little story about how the city of kitchener fire department brought a fire truck down this morning and filled up all the kitty pools and our dog water bowls. So shout out to the city of Kitchener Fire Department for doing that for us. What a wholesome, wholesome thing to do for the community. And there's a lot of dogs that I think are very grateful for that. So we get a lot of questions about our events and one of the most common is around how we ensure there are no issues with so many dogs in one spot. So let's unpack this a bit. Uh, How do we work towards creating a safe space for all dogs? Justine. Well, um, if you have been, you know, following us on social media for a while, or if you've listened to any episodes of our podcast, or if you have um, read our business guide at all, you likely would have heard um, the term pet etiquette. 
My dog is currently kissing one of our lovely vendors, M from Hush Puppy, who's going to be chatting with us in a bit. It's very cute. Um, but anyways, when we talk about petiquette, we kind of talk about a, a list of guidelines that we recommend people follow when they come to our events. So, Ken's, why don't you tell us about what some of those guidelines look like? All right. So the first one is no retractable leashes. So this is anything longer than six foot long. So we just like dogs to stay close to their people and um, dogs that, you know, tend to wander off can cause mischief sometimes. So we like to keep uh, dogs near us at all times so we know what they're doing. So that is that. Yeah, and I think this kind of segues nicely into the next one. So when we're doing human-to-dog or dog-to-dog greetings, um, we usually recommend that you ask for permission to make sure it's okay because not just like humans, not all dogs actually want to be approached by other humans or other dogs. So we always encourage, um, you know, asking permission from the owner first. And I think this one also leads very nicely into our third guideline. Ken's, what is it? Give space. So say there is a dog that doesn't want to be approached. You know what? That's okay. Just like people. Not everybody wants to be touched or approached. I am one of those people. So <laughs> Nice, Ken's. Thanks for sharing. Woo! Slow, windy. All right, what's next? Um, I mean, this one kind of goes without saying, but be responsible and pick up after your dog. So obviously when accessing any dog-friendly events or dog-friendly spaces, we always recommend that you make sure they go pee and poop before they go into indoor spaces. And at events like this, we always make sure that we pick up after our dogs. And if you ever forget a poop bag, we always bring lots of extras. You can always come see us. We sure do. All right. The next one is one that I think a lot of us forget about, and it's take breaks. So don't be afraid to step away if your dog is having a hard time. So what we mean by this is your dog is a little anxious. If your dog is getting really, really worked up and is causing a little scene, you know, it is okay to hit the reset button and to walk away and to uh, put your dog into more of a calm mindset before coming back to the event. And maybe if you do have to leave, that's okay too. Like it, it, every dog has, uh, has their moments. So don't be ashamed of that. Yeah, sometimes these environments can be pretty overstimulating for dogs. So you've got lots of people, lots of dogs of all energy levels. You sometimes have music or other noises. There's still a lot going around. And um, if your dog maybe isn't used to an, a more stimulating environment, sometimes stepping away to a quieter space can be really helpful to kind of hit pause and have a bit of a reset. Yes. All right. What's the last one? Okay, this one's very important. So obviously, um, at the end of the day, the owner is always accountable for their dog. So we really do believe that there aren't bad dogs out there. And that doesn't mean to say there's bad dog owners, but the dog owner is ultimately accountable and responsible for making sure that they are being respectful when accessing these types of spaces and events. Um, and if we ever see anything that we think goes against the grain of what we typically want to see at events, we'll usually just politely address it, which typically works quite well. And we've never really had any issues beyond a polite, hey, can you keep your retractable at six feet? And people are usually pretty responsive to that. Yes, yeah, so it's because of responsible dog owners, we can keep these 
things, events going. So since we're hanging out live on Gawkle Street today, we are going to have a few guests join us to chat. I'm so excited. Yeah. So up first, we're actually going to have a vendor join us. And I don't know if our vendor is close by or if she snuck away, but let me look around. M from Hush Puppy, we are ready whenever you are. <laughs> I see her hustling over now. <laughs> yes, M. <laughs> so when M joins us, we're going to talk about what her experience has been as a vendor at Dog Friendly KW Events. Um, and we'll let her introduce herself and her business. Welcome, M, to our podcast. Hello, my friends. I'm so excited to be here. There's so many dogs around me. This is lovely. Okay, um, so to get us started, can you introduce yourself and tell us about your amazing business? Absolutely. Uh, so my name is M. I go by my business name, which most of you would probably recognize, as Hush Puppy Designs, which is funny because we're at a dog event and it's yes. Hush Puppy. And everyone <laughs> thinks I sell dog things, but I do not. Um, I do love dogs. Uh, so it started just kind of as like a, a pre-COVID project to kind of keep myself busy. Just started designing prints, hoping that one day I could get into tattooing, um, which did not happen. But I started this little small business and kind of just grew it from there. So I sell art, I sell merch, some shirts that you guys are wearing. Yeah, M designed our like dog-friendly community dog design that we have on sweaters and tanks and tees. And our logo and everything And our logo. (laughs) I just love working with you guys, that's all. Yeah. M is amazing. And M, if you ever do decide to become a tattoo artist, Mackenzie and I will happily be the first in line. Correct. You so, can test on us. So many dog tattoos. Right? Yes. You can just you can just test. Use me as like a, a test dummy. That'd be perfect. Uh, okay, so um, we have a question for you. Uh, we'd love to hear about your experience as a dog-friendly KW vendor at our events. Um, can you tell us what do you like? Yeah. What's so great about us? And what keeps you coming back? Because well, you've been with us for more than one event. Yeah, it's true. Well, what isn't great about you guys, obviously? Um, for me, well, it's funny because a lot of the vendors here do sell dog stuff. So they're, they're obviously their tables are a little more busy because there's people here with dogs to buy dog stuff. Um, but for me, it's like it's just a different sense of community that you don't get at other markets. There's so many markets that happen now, and they're all really great. So I'm not... Not saying bad things about that, but it's just there is a community here that you don't find at other markets where everyone just, the atmosphere is so good, everyone gets along, all the dogs are having fun. It's just like a full day of smiling. It really is. I feel like when you've got all these dogs around that are just so happy and wagging their tails, it's really hard not to walk around with a smile on your face all day. Exactly. And like, I mean, obviously... As a vendor, I love making money. That's great. That's why I'm here. But for me, these markets are just like, I meet new people, I meet dogs, and I get to hang out with a bunch of my friends, and it's just so much fun. I'm so excited to be here. Mackenzie and I often joke after events that our cheeks physically hurt Hurt, from smiling so much throughout the day, because it's just, there's just so much to be happy and joyful about in this kind of environment. So it really does just really brighten our day. It does. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Em. We are going to take a quick break and be right back to chat with a local rescue organization and uh, maybe an event attendee or two. We'll see. Be right back.
So we are back with part two of today's episode. So we're live in downtown Kitchener on Gockle Street at the Spring Into Summer Pooch Party. Woof, woof. <laughs> nice, Ken's. The classic woof. For those who listen to our podcast, you know we woof a lot. Oh, that oh, was perfect. We had a perfect woof woof. That in was the a perfect. That oh probably my. didn't pick it up, but that was the perfect double woof. Okay, so in the first half of today's episode, we talked about what is happening at the event. Um, and we also talked about our pedicate guidelines and how we really make sure that all humans and dogs stay safe, safe and happy at the event. Um, so we are now going, oh, we, hang on, rewind. We also chatted with a local vendor M from Hush Puppy Designs, um, who, if you heard her speak, she's a big fan of what we do. So we love her. She designed our logo and most of our merch. Um, but yeah, that was the first half of the episode today. And now we're going to bring on a local rescue, local-ish, to talk about their work. Oh, and she's lingering right behind me. <laughs> okay. So, welcome, Kirsty. Can you introduce yourself and tell us about your organization and the work that you do? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, for everyone listening, I'm probably going to be super nervous and awkward, just as a heads up. Um, but I'm Kirsty, as Justine and Mackenzie said, and I am the foster manager for New Collar Collective. We're a rescue that originated in Toronto and are expanding to the KW kind of larger Waterloo region. We're a foster-based rescue, so that means we rely on fosters and foster homes to bring in um, dogs and cats to ultimately find their forever homes. Yeah, and they are also entirely volunteer-run. How amazing is that? If anybody has ever worked within a volunteer-based organization, it's a lot of work and can be really challenging without any paid staff. So big kudos to all the work that thank New you. Collar Collective does. Yes, thank you, Kirsty and New Collar Collective. You guys are the best. All right, so we have a question for New Collar Collective slash Kirsty. Here it is. As a rescue, why are these types of community events important for your work? If listeners want to support your organization, how can they do that? That was two questions. Let's start with the first one. Thanks, Mackenzie. Making it tough, like first <laughs> podcast appearance. Um, so these events are really important to us, especially as a primarily Toronto-based uh, rescue. We, you know, Toronto's it's its own city. It's very condo culture. There's not a ton, ton of space like there is in Kitchener-Waterloo for dogs to, you know, burn energy, do activities have you know tons of space where they can learn to be social and slowly get into being socialized as they come from you know if it's one of the, our partnering countries or even northern ontario northern manitoba where we bring dogs in um so i'm here hoping that we can you know recruit a number of members from the kw region to be fosters and to get involved in our organization we are always looking for volunteers as justine said we are 100 percent volunteer run so whether you want to be a foster help with our adoptions team help with our vetting team help with our foster team or even just be a general volunteer and help us out at these kinds of events there's tons of ways to get involved and we appreciate the help and support. I love that. And honestly, I think my like dream is to volunteer for a rescue, which I've never done. So as soon as I have more capacity in my life, which feels like it'll be a while, um, I want to do that. 
we're going to be fighting over you, Justine. Oh, I love that. All the rescues can also, fight over me. my goal in life <laughs> is to have, like, a rural home where I can just rescue and foster and then help all the dogs. So, And yes. I will... I will just say, if you're one of those folks, I was also one of those folks up until really recently that said I could never foster because it would be too sad to get rid of the dog. It would absolutely be very sad, but I highly recommend listening to one of our other episodes from last season where we met with fosters from Pound Dog Rescue, and they shared just like this it was just so inspirational to hear how passionate they were about fostering and how important it is to them as an organization and how fulfilling it is to home these dogs for a short period of time and then see them move on to their forever homes and you get to kind of be that stepping stone in their journey and while it's sad to see them go on the reward really outweighs that so highly recommend listening to that if you're ever interested in fostering well, there you have it. Kirsty. thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Kirsty. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so we've heard from a vendor and a rescue, and now we're going to have an event attendee join us to share their experience at our events. So we have Mandy here with us today. So Mandy, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and also about your dog? And that's all. We'll just start. We're going to ask you more stuff. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Mandy, and I am from Guelph, and I'm here in Kitchener today supporting dog-friendly KW. Woo! Not exactly sure what you want to know about me. How awesome you are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've known Justine and Mackenzie for a few years now, so I'm super thrilled to see them, uh, I guess, start up dog-friendly KW and how much of a community it's become. I actually work in events and community engagement, so seeing really awesome, innovative uh, groups of people come together for like-minded experiences like this is totally my jam and right up my alley, so I'm going to come out and support a lot more. Um, my dog's name is Nola. Nola. She's Nola. Nola. She's a standard poodle. She's here with me today, and uh, she's named after the city of New Orleans, which is my favorite ever. Um, she totally embodies like the energy of New Orleans. If anybody's ever been there, they're like, it's like chill but crazy at the same time. Um, Ken, so yeah. we should go to New Orleans. <laughs> Definitely. Dog friendly trip. <laughs> Dog friendly. Dog friendly road trip. I love it. I'm actually probably going down there in the fall for a few months. So, so what? Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, with Nola? Yes. Oh my god. I know. Nola That's and Nola. Amazing. I might write a kids book about it. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's kind of an idea. Do it. Uh, also, <laughs> Nola is wearing the most adorable uh, pineapple bandana today. She got it at the groomer because she was so good. Oh, my Aww. God. She has a not-so-fresh haircut anymore, but she's still repping that, like, classic poodle look. Very chic. Loving it. Yeah. Lots of sass. Lots of poodle sass. So much poodle sass. Okay. So, Ken's <laughs> kick us off with our question we, I think we have a few questions for Mandy, so... Yes, okay, so question number one, Mandy, have you been to a dog-friendly KW event before? I have. Um, not as much as I would like to, 
but I, like I said, I'm going to be coming to more. Um, but I did happen to be at the one that got rained out a couple of weeks ago at Rural Roots Brewery in Elmira. Um, my friend Michelle and I were driving to Elmira anyways. We got caught in that crazy rainstorm. Might have just missed a tornado. Hard <laughs> it was to wild. say. <laughs> Went to the brewery, text Justine and said we were there. And so a few people actually ended up showing up. So it was good times. So there was about five or six of us and our dogs. Still a total success. Yeah. Our, for those who don't know, our Barks and Brews event are a kind of specific series of events that we hold on a pretty regular basis. We've had two now, and we're going to be having um, a Barks and Brews Yappy Hour all summer at TWB Brewing in Kitchener. So that's going to be on Wednesdays starting July 6th, every other week from 4.30 to 6.30. So and you can stop by after work and have a beer with your dog. And TWB is here right now, and I'm drinking their Wobbly Wheel right now and it's it delicious is 10 out of 10 all am right. i also drinking the wobbly wheel yes you are <laughs> nice <laughs> okay doke all right uh mandy one more question for you uh wow two more two more wow okay <laughs> tell us about your experience today how awesome is it no just kidding it's tell so us, awesome tell, tell us about your experience here Honestly, uh, it's amazing. Um, as Mackenzie was saying, the weather is perfect, not too hot, not too cold. And talking to a few other people, um, the dogs are comfortable. So that's really good because you don't want your dogs to overheat when you're at these types of events. Um, but, you know, you had all the things in place like the pools and everything oh. and the fire, the fire people. What gems were coming so down awesome. and doing that? Oh my God. Um, but yeah, my friend here is with me too. And he just said right from the get go, he's like, good vibes. Um, good I love vibes. this type of event. And as an event, planner i could definitely say very well executed thank you mandy credible credible feedback right there people <laughs> okay okay <laughs> <So> one <laughs> one more question for mandy so what have you enjoyed most about our event today um i the mountain Woo! Amazing. <laughs> and i've been telling them i'm so excited because they're actually playing at hillside festival as well in guelph in july and that's part of me and my history as an events person. So everybody go to Hillside Festival as well and check out Eye the Mountain. Um, all the amazing vendors uh, who are here, lots of really great experiences and things for your dogs, good food trucks, the beer is awesome. Indeed. Um, lots of seating, lots of shade. Like I said, great event. It's so. been so good. And I the Mountain, in addition to playing at Hillside this summer, they are also going to be playing at Riverfest. So no big your, deal. Your local legends have truly made it. Their name is in the fine print on several event posters, festival posters. And I hope they get a copy of those and cherish them forever because we're so proud. We are. They're our buddies. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, live from the spring into summer pooch party in downtown Kitchener. We are going to take a quick break and be right back.
You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. We hope you feel inspired to attend future Dog Friendly KW events after today's episode and after attending today's event if you are listening with us live on Gawkel Street in downtown Kitchener. We love to see how happy all of the dogs and dog owners are when we have events like this and we cannot wait for our full lineup of events this summer. Head over to our website www.dogfriendlykw.com backslash events or visit our Facebook page for details about upcoming events. We have so many. So, so many. many events this summer. So thank you so much for attending today and for tuning into the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And we hope to see you soon. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Woof woof. Tell your father the witching hour is dead. I woke up restless, watching the time slip away.